0: All righty. All right, we are recording. Alrighty, Jack, oh, we're recording. (laughs) Jack, a special thank you for you. I know you're listening. You're tall. (laughs)
1: Welcome to the Grad Podcast, where we empower you with the answers to your burning questions to accelerate your career into the sports industry. We are your hosts, Melbourne-based sports administrators, Ruben Williams and Ryan Walker. Join us as we share unique and personal examples as well as relatable information and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free episodes. Want to swipe our signature framework to add awesome experience to your resume? Download our free ebook, Four Steps to Create Outstanding Work Experience in Sport. That's sportsgrad.com.au. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest episodes released every Tuesday and Thursday.
0: Hello and welcome to the Sportsgrad podcast for the last time in 2020. I'm Ryan Walker, and with me, as always, is the chiseled, the Prince of Hawthorne, the conference speaker extraordinaire, and the bounding Labrador. It is the one and only Ruben Williams. How are you today, Rubes?
1: Oh goodness! I knew you would have something prepared for today, but gosh, that's—I wasn't prepared for that. It's the grand final. It is the grand final. It's the last. It's the last episode. Thank you for the introduction. I'm a bit sport for choice in the ways that I could introduce you. Whether it's the fabulous or the adventurous or the prodigious or the marvelous, the hazardous, the wondrous, the miraculous or the tremendous, Ryan Walker, you can really take your pick with how
0: one could describe you. But um. Thank it's you. amazing. Uh, um it's amazing how you were able to just throw them sort of off the tongue. Um you've got quite the vocab, probably something that you've really improved over 2020. So it's quite impressive to be able to throw those words out, Rubs. Well, it's become one of the, the benefits of
1: doing this podcast, trying to find a way to describe you every week. So the thesaurus is building.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Learn different adjectives every week on this show, and that's another benefit the other benefit being maybe you know your bite-sized guide to enter the sports industry but it's to help your vocab as well so um hey i I have a quick one for you to start with where are we colleagues again what what is going on there I i saw you pop up on my microsoft teams the other day it was a quick little message and i said oh lord here we go again god help everybody around us so uh congrats on the new gig my friend Thank you. It's good to be back in the system.
1: Good to be able to direct message you. Feels like nothing's changed. I can't sit next to you every day anymore, no. but um yeah, helping out the hub for the Boxing Day Test match where um the Australian and Indian team will be based. So, doing a bit of the logistical work there for that. But, yeah, good to have the uh, the cricket email back again and good to be
0: able to find another platform to talk to you on. Fantastic. Well, yeah, we'll just add another form of communication to uh, to the bank, which is great. But no, it's great to see you build on that experience at the Women's World Cup last or oh, this year and, and land that role. So congrats to you. Firstly, just thank you to everyone who's listening in, as always, for being part of the show today and throughout 2020 by downloading and getting involved. We really appreciate it. As you may have figured out, this, this is the grand final. Uh, and today, we're basically going to be sending out 2020 with a bang uh, with our best of 2020 episode. So, strap in, it could be a long one, I'm not quite sure, or we could fly through it. We'll have to see how the conversation goes. First of all, Rubes, 2020, what in the hell was 2020? A bit of a weird one as everybody can attest to, but we got here and it's been quite a journey. So, my first sort of question to you is, how about you just give us a rundown of exactly what happened this year with the SportsCode podcast? I will. That's not a question, but I will give you the rundown.
1: I'll take you on a bit of a journey month by month to, to see where we've been. Right, it was only in March earlier this year that you mentioned I was working with the Women's World Cup. I returned from the Women's World Cup and expected to be uh, coming back to level four of the office, and I'd found myself that being been separated from you that was the first thing that, that went wrong we our traditional seats next to each other at the CA offices had been split up and probably for a very good reason
0: <laughs> I think that's a fair call uh it was getting it was getting a little bit fun up there at level four um but we forget that I we were tragically separated to level I was, went to level two which was a very very sad day but no we won't go back into the days of level two and level four uh please continue Give give us the summary so
1: that was March. In April, we were both stood down for a period of 10 weeks. Then we got to May. May, I moved down to Lawn and started developing Sports Grad. And that's when I called you up one night and asked you to, to be the co host of the Sports Grad podcast, to which you said, I do.
0: <laughs> you made that sound very romantic. Um, and I, I dare say. Those listening out there would probably feel the same, but um, that was a—it was probably the nicest phone call I've ever received. That being said, there's been plenty of nice phone calls in my life, but um, no, that was quite up there, Rube, so I'll never forget the offer and the do. so thank you.
1: It was an important decision. Months of planning went into, into making that phone call, so... Yeah, an important one. And then we went to June. June, we began constructing the whole thing. I'm not sure if you remember the very first episode that we recorded together
0: in Torquay, dear you, Ryan? I do remember that episode. And the word, I don't know if this is two words, but probably train wreck, I think, comes to comes to mind. Albeit, though, it was great to actually sit with you and do a podcast, which is quite rare. But no, we... we Started in humble beginnings, I think is a good way to put it. One of the only podcasts we've done in the same
1: room, and poor Ali Durkis, our very first guest, had to put up with us learning on the fly. Things then improved, thankfully. We got to July, and we became the number one careers podcast in Australia three days after launching. We ended up going past Gary Vaynerchuk and Reid Hoffman and our man, Mark Boris to claim the number 12 spot on the business charts as well. So, we had a bit of success in July.
0: Yeah, that was a crazy little month. Seeing uh, the the little yellow logo there and us in our suits at the top of the list there, it, it was a great achievement. So, congrats
1: to us. Then we moved on to August and we went international and we found guests at the International Olympic Committee, the NFL and the
0: NBA yeah, that was, I mean, that's, and that's how we, we get the name, the, the global podcast route. We, we went global and we spoke to some, some serious operators over in some different countries, which is awesome insight. I think elevated the podcast slightly. So, um, no, great, great effort to get them on
1: board. In September, we then invited followers behind the scenes of working in sport by inviting some of our guests who we've had on the podcast to do takeovers of the Instagram accounts. So we had the likes of Hayley Hamp and Amy White as well as Michael Wolfert show us what they do day to day in their job. So if, if you don't follow us on Instagram, head to at sportsgrad and you can check out replays of them in the highlights tab up the top. Then in October we launched the Sports Grad members platform and started doing monthly webinars which have led to a bunch of our members already landing some some pretty cool jobs in the sports industry. So we're very excited to to see the uptake for that and and see that grow and as well as the uh, achievements that our our members are are finding. Moving on to November, we then took our presentations international as well thanks to the Global Institute of Sport Business in India who invited us to do a lecture. Prior to that, we've done a bunch of presentations uh, within Australia to different universities and other organizations. But um, in November, we got a chance to take that abroad. So hopefully, it's not too far away where we can um, get over there in person, Ryan, and, and start to meet some of our international
0: friends. Yeah, it's, it's great. We've been in touch with a few Ruse, which is great, uh, laying the framework, um, doing some, some great work to, to hopefully get over there in 2021 um, we won't reveal locations as of yet it is looking exciting and as you said did a few presentations early this year and and later this year as well so it's very exciting to be able to do them in person and no doubt we'll be probably 10 times as nervous as we won't have a screen to protect us so looking forward to that absolutely yeah it's an entirely different ball game presenting in person than
1: than through a through a camera so a few new skills to learn i think yeah i
0: must say like that idea is quite daunting, and I, I thought about it. Like doing a presentation on Zoom is a whole different ball game. Like I reckon I'll be very 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 nervous, but all part of the game. Uh, so you've got to do it, don't you? Exactly. You can't edit
1: a live presentation, unfortunately. No. Then we got to December. And in December, through the members and through some of the organizations we've partnered with, we began placing grads inside these organizations to get them experience in sport. And with that, we also hit 20,000 downloads, which is absolutely awesome to see. Some of the uptake that we've had this year and a nice way to to round out the year.
0: No, it was it was a huge way to end the year. We probably got there a lot quicker than what we thought. But um, no, it's been quite the journey to get there. So... That's one hell of a summary, and that is the year that was. That is, yeah. It's been very eventful.
1: Plenty has happened. But, Ryan, question to you, what have you enjoyed most about uh, the podcast
0: this year? Well, Rubes, I think outside of the fact that we can get get in front of a microphone and, and talk together, uh, which is obviously a highlight of mine, which is good fun. Um, but I think the clear one is just being able to speak to some Absolute gun people, amazing people who've made their careers overseas in Australia, you know, whether it's, you know, someone who is just starting out in sport or a CEO who's, who's been in the game for decades, uh, each person is, is completely different and they all have a different story. So, it's been amazing to sort of get to know people who, who are in the industry and have all these different experiences and... Doing that makes you sort of think about your own experience and what you can either improve on or um, or you sort of get that reinforcement as well. So, it's been amazing to do that but also listening to people who are sharing their experiences with us as well. So, the listeners out there who get in touch with us and, and give us some feedback and, and tell us. Why they're listening to the Sports Grab podcast? Why they what? Why they want to be in sport? All these different conversations that we have has truly been awesome this year. So that's one of my favourite parts of the podcast. And Rose, going on with favourite parts of the podcast, I've got a favourite moment that I'm, I may as well share with you. And you know what? Hey, let let's let's uh, what do we call this? Maybe, maybe the overachiever award for one of the biggest alpha moves and this one for me, this has just come to my head after you sort of asked me what my favourite part of the podcast is but it goes back to hearing some amazing stories from people and that was from uh, our man Michael Wolfert who I remember he shared the story in Episode 8 of when he got to present to the New York Jets for a uni assignment and that just got me thinking. I was like, uni assignments Uh, not for presenting to the New York Jets. Uh, So that is one of my favorite things and and that sort of ties back into what I love about doing this podcast is talking to these amazing people. But on that, what's something that has resonated with you as a a favorite moment or your favorite part of the podcast this year? One moment
1: that stood out to me that I will never forget goes to Eliza Dewar. Ryan, if you're going to be giving out awards, I think – the Zuckerberg Award for Best Social Networker would be appropriate to Eliza Dewar from Episode 18, who we, found we're job. It an awards, year now. Oh, is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think so. I think okay. we've, just, we've yeah. just started awards. <laughs> okay. Eliza is extremely good professional, very good networker, and takes her work home with her occasionally. And it was on a Saturday night that she found her next job at a party where she got chatting all about work things and they followed up the next week and the rest is history. She ended up working in the organization. So the Zuckerberg Award for the best social network, it goes to Eliza Dewar. So Eliza, you'll be listening, no doubt. Well, Well done to you. There'll be something in the mail for you, no doubt.
0: Ryan, any other moments that stood out to you? Another one, I mean, yeah, let's continue the awards theme here. It's probably called, I'll call it the Get What I Want Award. And it goes to our man Neil Shah, uh, episode 48 from memory, uh, for essentially knocking on the door of the MLS and basically getting a job b- because he wanted one. He went to America, flew there literally for the purpose of going to the MLS office to get a job. He, he rung them from outside uh, the office on the street in, I can't remember the city rooms, you may remember, New York, just New York, New York City. Small place. I'm not sure if anyone's been there, but um, he essentially rang them and, and was able to land a job, and that's what launched his career in sport and, and in and in soccer, which he was really passionate about. So, yeah, the Get What I Want Award is a well a well respected award. So, uh, I'm so not that, sure if you've got another one. Well, that that was pretty incredible
1: because he literally just stood on the steps and told the receptionist his life story until he was able to get a chat with the marketing manager or something. Uh, Unbelievable. Continuing on. Yeah. Uh, Another moment that stood out to me as well, Ryan, involved Garth Town from the International Olympic Committee in in episode 16. And I'm going to give Garth Town the Gwyneth Paltrow Award for the best sliding doors moment. And that is for the moment that allowed him to break into the sports industry. Garth was at a conference and he deliberately went to this conference to meet up with one of the speakers. His name was Ian and he wanted to get time with Ian to give him his business card and have a chat with him. So on the way out, he waited around for Ian to leave and they ended up in the lift together just as Garth had planned. But then Ian realized that he'd forgotten the bottle of wine that he had been given as a thank you present and left the elevator. And so, Garth had traveled all the way to this conference, to this event, to speak with Ian. He'd found his moments in the elevator with him and now Ian had left. So, Garth spent the next 60 seconds holding the door of the elevator open to make sure that Ian came back into the same elevator booth so that he had his chance to chat with him, to get his business card, exchange details and follow up which then led to his job in the sports law firm, which then led to his role at the International Olympic Committee. So the Gwyneth Paltrow Award for the best sliding doors moment, which was literally between sliding doors, goes to Garth Town from episode 16.
0: Well done to Garth. Again, another respected award amongst the podcast awards. Um, but no, that that is a ripper story. It's kind of like the Get What You Want Award. So there's Very much of- so. Yeah, a bit of a theme here, but um, I've got one more award, Rubes. I'm calling it the the most awkward moment award, um, and it's actually going to a group. It's going to you, myself, and Kath Lachlan uh, in episode 28. And the only reason that this happened is because you decided that this would be a good idea, and I happened to be uh, leading the podcast that night and essentially asked Kath to close out the show with no notice. Uh, None at all, she had no idea this was happening and the whole thing essentially just fell dead. So, the ending is one of the most cruel endings to the podcast and she she laughed it, laughed it off and loved it, but no doubt she'd be concerned for us too. Episode 28, I believe from memory as well. Um, so, for those wanting to listen to that one, uh, jump on that because that was a very, very awkward little moment. So, thank you for that. I believe you just gave yourself an award. I did. I, I mean, I could have left myself off it because really, it, really, it's your doing. So um, <laughs> anyway, let's wrap these awards well, up. What have you got? Well, one more. I'm going I might say that. Well, I've got one more award
1: for um for Natalie Lebemoff from episode number twelve from the Chicago Bulls, and this is the MJ Award for the greatest interview preparation advice of all time. Naturally, when you win a job at the Chicago Bulls, you got to be pretty switched on. You got to be well prepared. And Natalie's interview advice on the way that she prepared was absolutely outstanding. There was no stone unturned. So, well done to Natalie for her intense preparation that led to her job at the Chicago Bulls uh, in an awesome role. And what I'm sure she'd love even more is the fact that she's a recipient of this award. So, well done, Natalie. Um, please check your
0: uh, mailbox over in Chicago. There'll no doubt be something on your way. Yeah, no, no doubt there will be. Whilst we're on this, and I know we've spoken about awards for some time now, but I just want to give you uh, something just from me. Very impromptu, mate. You know, it's nothing, no biggie. But I thought of an award for you for the for the year. Um, it's called it's – it's a different award, but it's called the Vocab Award, um, aka the Awesome Award. Now this award is <laughs> for you and only for you because it's been a bit of bit of conjecture over the year about what what our vocab's like. We need to really expand how we how we speak on the podcast. And one word that seems to come up more than once, or more than almost three or four times an episode, is the word "awesome." Uh, whenever someone finishes an answer when we're interviewing them, Ruben will respond with "ah." Awesome. So, I've done a <laughs> bit of maths here and, you know, what have we done? I think it's 55 episodes now. Um, we'll have probably eight questions per per guest. Um, so, probably half and half. So, that's four each episode. So, that's about over. T- that's about 220 times that awesome has been mentioned this year. <laughs> so, I just want to congratulate you on expanding your vocab. Uh, you've obviously made some improvements with that opener that you did. But well done. Good work. Thank you, Ryan, and and well done on
1: the use of the calculator for four times 55.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All righty. Well, I've got one more. I've got one more award for you. Oh, do you? This is is the uh,
1: Best Use of Social Media Award. This goes to the way that you uh, invited one of our guests onto the podcast. So, typically, we might get them through connection or reach out to them on LinkedIn Ryan spotted this guest in the street. So, Ryan messages me and says, oh, by the way, I I happen to live around the corner from, from Kath Loughlin. Do you reckon uh, we should get her on the podcast? And I said, yeah, absolutely. She'd be great. He goes, all right, I'll, I'll send her a message. <laughs> Ryan proceeds to message Kath on Instagram saying, g'day, Kath. I happen to live around the corner from you. I also run a podcast. What are your thoughts on appearing on the show? (laughs) And then I get a screenshot from Ryan that that's a message from Catherine response saying, G'day Ryan. Yes, I do live on, let's call it Kennedy street. Yes, I do live on Kennedy street. The podcast sounds interesting. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) I think that is the creepiest way we've ever got a guest onto the podcast. You've, you've, Sent her a direct message to say, I know where you live. I also <laughs> okay. have a podcast. No. Come and be a guest.
0: <laughs> I thought it totally acceptable. I don't have her email and we got her, didn't we? So, it's all good. She was, she was totally fine with it. Yeah, it's slightly weird that I, you know, acknowledge the fact that I knew where she lived, but that's totally fine. You know, it's all good. Let's, well, that's, um, that, that's why you get the best use of social media award. Uh, well, thank you, and I'll, I'll take that award because I think it's important to be efficient with your social media. So, thank you. So, uh, we've we've gone through a few awards there. So let let's let's shift on. And one thing I want to dig into, and I think the listeners would are, are all experiencing, I guess, because of what has happened this year. Um, probably couldn't have picked a more ha- a, a harder year to get jobs in sport, if you know what I mean, Rubes. You know, it's absolutely um, – it's been very hard for a lot of people across the industry and, you know, multiple industries all over the world and here in Australia. But one thing I think this year has shown us is the value of sort of doing things differently or trying something new, really thinking about how you approach uh, what you do with your life but also with – you know, so in a personal but also professional – Sense. Um, So I just wanted to ask you, like, what has this year brought out from you, like something different that you've now done uh, that you didn't used to do before 2020, and then sort of how how has this helped you this year? I think for me, a whole lot of things have changed. So I'm I'm
1: definitely doing a lot of things differently than I did last year. But those those actions or specific things that I've been doing are a result of having felt a much stronger connection to the work I'm doing professionally and I've right now I've never felt stronger or more connected to the work I'm doing through sports grad because I know and understand the specific purpose that it serves and how it benefits other people and so because I'm extremely connected to that purpose it changes the way you prioritize things so for example now I don't I don't get FOMO I don't have this fear of missing out if if I want to be working on sports grad when there's an invite to go out for dinner or if there's a Saturday night that's going on with some friends or if there's even cricket training, like I missed cricket training last week because I had sports grad work to do, which I've never done in the past. And so, a huge sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's probably the things I'm doing now have, have changed because, you know, the most enjoyable thing for me to be doing is working on sports grad. So, I'd, I would say finding something I'm truly connected to is probably the biggest thing that I've that I've changed this year.
0: Yeah, nice. I reckon that's it's pretty awesome. Like you don't get FOMO, which is quite a skill. I guess you're right. Like if you're committed to what you're doing and you enjoy what you're doing and you, you're connected to the purpose of it, that's what's going to happen, isn't it? Like you're going to enjoy doing it and you don't want to spend your time doing other things. And So, yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Mm.
1: I remember listening to a podcast with Hugh Jackman and he mentioned that he never went out after a show. Like he's done heaps and heaps of stage shows, never goes out afterwards. And he said the reason why he doesn't is because nothing can top the party that he's just had on stage with his audience. Like that is the best feeling in the world for him. And so he doesn't feel like he needs to to go out there to supplement it in any way, shape or form because that's – that's his purpose and that's what he enjoys doing. And I'm definitely not Hugh Jackman but I feel like I can write in a way that, you know, that's the thing that I really enjoy doing most and nothing else can kind of top that. What about for yourself? What, what are you doing this year that you didn't do prior?
0: Um, I think for me like I've just really taken an interest in the work that I'm doing and sort of taking interest in that outside of work hours I suppose so like just really immersing myself in other things to do with sport and sort of commercial directly so like you know understanding what's what you know what's happening around the world in in partnerships and like what's the NBA doing how how does that all work and and trying to make sure I'm understanding my role at work and how that impacts the world as well so like you know examples like before I probably just home, and that's the end of the week, and I'd watch the footy, but I wouldn't think about how like how how am I impacting, or how would my role impact what I'm seeing, and just kind of thinking of it like that. So yeah, just immersing myself more and taking more responsibility in understanding what I'm what I'm doing. Um, but I reckon the other one is like probably just the the whole work life balance thing. Like I reckon I've I've really enjoyed the work from home. And I've been doing it since March, and I reckon like this this year. And I, you know, most people would probably say this, but it's like it shed the light on well being and actually taking the time to appreciate, you know, what's around you and what, you know, how are you making an impact and and what's meaningful in your life. So you know, not getting so like stressed about, you know, if you just need to go for a walk during the day for twenty minutes. It's like oh, well, you're on the clock though. It's like well, no, like it's important to. Make sure that you're in the right frame of mind to actually do what you're getting paid to do. And I think that's been a real theme of work in the last few months is making sure that you're okay, first of all, to be able to perform in your role. So I think that's been really good, just sort of understanding that a bit more. Whereas I think when often when people first start working uh, full time and, you know, we're still pretty early going in our career, you know, like we've only been working for three odd years now. People think that you've got to make this impression and not take a break and not do all this stuff. Well, it's like, no, nah, it's important to, to do those things as well. So, that's been a real positive, I think, from this year is the highlight on well-being and making sure you're okay first and foremost. I was just about to say that's awesome and then I thought I'd tie into your... I thought you may have said... Your award. <laughs> I mean, it, it fits the response but... I have to catch myself. Yeah, fair enough. But that's
1: definitely something worth calling out Yeah, because it is an important thing. And you're right, like so many people in the first few years of their careers do have that feeling that they must be doing everything. So, I think it's great that you yeah. brought that to the surface to address it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think, as you said, it's important for people to understand that early on in their career, mm. I think. So, off the back of those, we're talking about the best of 2020. What's your biggest win of the year? Biggest win of the year is probably still the feeling of
1: getting off a call with a student and knowing that you've been able to genuinely help them take steps towards a career in sport. And I think there are a couple of ones in particular. Like I was working with one client who was moving to Canada and I'm not sure how he moved to Canada, but he he found a way. And he was trying to work out how to network over there, what's the best way to approach it, how to get a job and like sort out a bit of a, a game plan. And we just spent an hour talking about his approach, how we'd use LinkedIn, what some of the conversations he should be having, how to leverage and beyond that. And I just walked away from that feeling like I genuinely helped this bloke with his career and and with his new life over in Canada. And that was just an awesome feeling. So that was probably a win at the time, but it's been an ongoing win as well, just the impact that you feel you're having when you get off the phone with a student. Nice
0: one. I like that. I could have said awesome, but I thought nice one is <laughs> better suited uh for that one. No, that's good. And hey, how about yourself? Um biggest win, I guess, for me, I think probably just having a having a job, like to be honest, like just grateful for having having a having a job in such a tough time. I rewind, you know, six months and I, you know, was still down and had no idea what was next in a way it ended up, you know, being you know, me benefiting almost uh, or getting a win out of the situation, I guess. So yeah, being able to secure a, a role in, in partnerships, which is what I really wanted to do. You know, when it almost seemed like that was never never, you know, or well, not gonna happen in the meet in the short term with what was happening was amazing. Yeah. Just grateful for that. And I think that's probably the yeah, my win for the year. And also probably just being able to jump on a pod each week with the, uh, the Prince of Hawthorne. Big, big win. Being able to get on a microphone and just talk my mind sometimes is great. So yeah, those are two big wins. So yeah, happy days, man. Let's jump forward and and switch the, switch the sights, uh, to 2021 and something, uh, something that, Came across my desk this week. Surprisingly, just came across it was. I'm not even going to explain this. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna play this for you. It's a, it's a small clip, um, and we can we can have a chat following. Here it is. What is the latest update from Manchester? I, I can confirm, Rubes. Now I can confirm that I've made contact, not with the head of commercial at Manchester City, <laughs> but I have made contact with someone at Manchester City Football Club. And I I believe you may have made contact
1: as well. Yes. I've um I've received the Yankees email signature. So I've good um much. I've breached the inner sanctum, but we're just waiting to to make that reach out to the head of fan experience. So contact has been made as well with the Yankees. Uh the email signature looks good and is exciting. Uh there's lots of potential. It's just um Yeah, just a bit of a waiting game. So, Mm. if you are the person from the Yankees who is listening to this, please check your emails because there is one from me trying to um, fast-track this process because I can see Ryan getting close to the finish line. So, if you're from the Yankees, please help me out and, um, yeah, let's get that interview going.
0: Now, there's a few things to chat about this one. Um, Now, obviously, the listeners are probably out there thinking, "What, what happened? What has happened, and, and we've got some questions to answer for. So, what what happened with our Dream Guest Challenge? We, we've we've proper melted, and I think it's on the agenda tonight because we're looking ahead to twenty twenty one. This needs to be uh, needs to be completed. What what's happened with uh, with your efforts? <laughs> I think that went out on the sixth of August. We
1: made um, <laughs> we gave our last update. And I believe in one episode, I think I said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll." I very confidently said, "We'll have this wrapped up in a month." It's now December, and the progress I've made has uh, been a time-consuming one. Yeah, as I mentioned, I got inside the inner sanctum of the Yankees and hit the email signature, but made it no further. There were a few conversations, but uh, they're very busy over there in New
0: York, and mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. And also, and so it, it- you know, that, they'd be listening here, obviously. So perhaps even what's a what's your little pitch? Why don't Why don't you share with us now? What if you were in the elevator right now with a head of fan experience at the Yankees? I'm not sure their name. Obviously, a great operator to be able to land such a gig. But what would you say? You've got 20 seconds for them to get to for, for you to basically get them on the podcast. What would you say? I would say to them, uh, Yankees
1: person, remember what it was like when you were a student and you wanted to work in sport and you looked up to someone at the New York Yankees and thought, wow, how do you get that job? Well, there are students right now asking the same questions and you've got the opportunity to to give back to them. So come on the Sports Grad podcast and and share your insights with us.
0: That is, uh, no, that is hard hitting. You've hit them in the heart. So, I don't mind that and I might need to use that when I uh, get to meet um, Head of Commercial at Manchester City as well. So um, Yeah, how, how is the Head of Commercial at Manchester City going? Oh, look, I, I've sent a few a few feelers out um, and then I've gone sort of around the fringe of Man City just to see if we can try and uh, get in the inner sanctum. But obviously, they need the Ruben Williams effect, I think, that I'm not quite getting that cut through. But that's okay. We'll... Um, that's on the agenda for 2021, but let's chat further about what the listeners can expect in 2021. Firstly, I want to ask you who, uh, well, let's actually, I'm not going to ask you. We're going to ask the listeners. We want to know who do you want or, or where do you want us to get our, our guests from in 2021? Is there a, an organization or um, a particular sport that you want us to talk to? Whatever that is, we want to know about it. So, get in touch with us. Everyone's got the Instagram, Rubes, I'm hoping, at SportsGrad. Uh, let us know who you want uh, and we are happy to chase and, and try and get those guests for you. We spoke about uh, 2021. What What are we going to expect next year? And for me, Rubes, it has to come down to sort of some events of some description. And I believe you, you've got a few ideas that the listeners could probably get a bit excited about.
1: Well, the the world is starting to open back up, Ryan. So naturally, I think it's time we start to get together. So I think events are probably the next thing on the card. So we've made some false claims in the past regarding the Dream Guest Challenge we'll make sure that the events go ahead. So stay tuned for that. We want to meet you in person. We want to get everyone together and provide you some of those networking opportunities that we value so highly and talk a lot about. The other thing that we're going to be um, working on thoroughly is the Sports grad membership. Currently, there's a bank of resources in there, templates and other different things, as well as a whole host of, of webinars that all talk to getting jobs in sport. And we've come up with a a bit of a framework called the sports grad method to getting jobs in sport and our webinars aim to touch on every single element within the framework so you know that everything is contributing towards your job hunting success so the membership is going to be a massive part of 2021 and we can't wait to provide a lot of value through there and a lot of opportunities as well to
0: get experience in the industry too to our members Fantastic, mate. And uh, I think the message is clear. Uh, For those listening, get on board the Scrab membership. It is worth the only couple of pennies that you have to pay. Um, It truly is the must-have to to get that boost you need to, to get that job that you're looking for. So, get on board with that. Let's finish off, Rubes, and we've gone... This episode's been a ripper. Let's finish off with some sort of some testimonials and some thank yous from the listeners out there that have sent them into us. I'm happy to start with a couple that I've been sent through which is uh, which is why we why we do this which is why we enjoy doing the sports grad podcast and obviously all the the other work that is involved uh, with sports grad. So I had a message here uh, from Yashvir. Uh, he said I just wanted to thank you guys again the amazing work you guys are doing. I'd love to catch up with you guys and learn more about the work you've been doing uh, at Cricket Australia and, of course, the podcast. Uh, so, thank you, Yashvia. Another one here from, from Harry. Uh, quick message. So I found the SportsCraft podcast and I'm loving it. Great message and uh, great insight, sorry, and, and looking for more insightful information as I'm finishing uni next year. And last but not least from me, I'm sure you've got a few robes, from Ishan. Uh, greetings from India. I just listened to all the episodes of your latest podcast and got some really practical and useful insights. Is a great initiative from your side to guide aspiring sports management professional like myself and help them start their journey. So, thank you for those messages, those three. Uh, Ruben, I'm sure you've got a few under your belt as well. We love that. um, We get a lot of nice messages through the
1: Apple iTunes ratings and reviews, but it's always nice when things hit our inbox. So, um, just to read a few as well. This one's from Guy. Hey, Ruben. Yesterday, I was listening to the Richie and Beck episodes and I remembered how awesome the content is that you're producing. You are doing a huge favor for the industry and I'm glad you are enjoying yourself while doing it. Massive shout out and keep grinding in 2021. We enjoying ourselves, right? Uh
0: yeah, I think so. I think I, I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, I think we're enjoying ourselves. I, I think
1: so too. Yeah, I think so too. Another one here from from Ellen. Hi, Ruben. I honestly want to say thank you to both you and Ryan for the Sports Grad podcast. It has opened my eyes up about so many other potential jobs in a sporting career and how gaining experience through volunteering and connections is a huge part of working your way into the into the industry. Thank you heaps. And one more, and I love this one and refer to it a lot, all the way from Argentina. Hi, Ruben. Thanks for connecting. Just wanted to say I found out about the podcast yesterday, and I literally listened to it all last night and this morning. I really enjoyed it. It's super useful to hear about both yours and Ryan's experiences, as well as the guests too. And makes entering the industry definitely seem less daunting have left a review for you guys and looking forward to future episodes. That's from Sean in Argentina of all places. How cool is
0: that? Great. Friends of the show uh, are the Argentinians. So, thank you again uh, for those. um, Yeah, some epic messages there, Rubes. And I mean, we're not going to – we could – I'm not going to like blow my own horn, you know, but like, you know, there's some some good sort of messages there, which is great. um, And we're so happy that we can – you know, bring some uh, happiness to, to your lives as well. So, thank you for those messages. I believe you would like to do a, a little thank you, Rubes, before we switch off tonight for the final time in 2020.
1: Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Just just want to say pod, podcasting is something we, we never expected to be doing this year. And we're definitely still learning, as you can probably tell. But we are having a lot of fun, fun along the way. And uh, that is because of you guys who listen. We, we appreciate that we're in a, we're in a unique position where, where we have enough experience to provide some valuable advice, but are are still young enough to, to resonate with those going through and coming out of university. And for that, we count ourselves extremely lucky. It is, is such an awesome privilege to be able to have an impact in the, in the lives of other people. And it really does give us a buzz when we hear about some of the, incredible stories of people getting jobs in industry or who have come through our podcast and, and come through our membership. We've both been students who have had doubts, who have had fears and, and lacked understanding about working in the sports industry, which is why we do this podcast twice a week for you, to give you the confidence that a career in sport is definitely achievable despite the world we live in. And by sharing what we know, we want to help you get there. So thank you to every single person who listens to the show. Thank you to every single guest who has come on the show as well. Thank you to every single coaching client and every single member who trusts us with helping them with their careers. And thank you to everyone else who supports the show as well. Finally, a massive thank you to our team, Reshween Singh, Jack Lloyd, Jack Ryan, and our man Ravi up in Queensland. You're all legends. You all do fantastic work for Sports Grad. It took three years of of doing YouTube videos to get to this point. So to have it where it is now is absolutely fantastic. But we're not going to completely leave you hanging dry over the break. We're going to be sharing with you some of the audio from the original interviews that are on on YouTube, which include incredible guests such as Belinda Clark. So thank you once again for everyone who's tuned in this year. It's been an incredible ride. and We can't wait to, to see what 2021 brings.
0: Thank you, Rubes. It's been a pleasure this year. Thank you from me to you. Great work from you this year. You are a, you're a workhorse and uh, it's been a, an absolute pleasure. So, um, I'm looking forward to having a cold beverage when I'm back in Melbourne post-New Year's. So, thank you to you as well. Thank you very much for listening as well. A reminder to please hit subscribe if you haven't already so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Drop us a rating and leave us a review. It really does mean so much and helps us put together the show for you. We hope you've enjoyed the Sports Grad Podcast in 2020, and we can't wait to get stuck in again in 2021. Yeah.